oh, I feel motivated today. I feel inspired today. I have the motivation. I'm going to go and do it. But motivation is so fleeting. It's so flickery. It's so temporary that if you just relied on motivation, you wouldn't get that far. You wouldn't get that far. There's no way you could get that far without something more. Because motivation is not a stable foundation. It's just a beautiful decoration. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in for another week, another episode, another set of insights, another episode where I get to share my mind, my heart and my truth. And thank you so much for giving yourself the time and energy for self-growth and for this podcast. I really, truly appreciate it. Thank you. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. You already know how it goes. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast. If you tune in every week or if it's your first time listening and you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy the content, you support the podcast, you support the content and the positive messages that I'm trying to portray, then please, if you can, just hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It genuinely takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast. Thank you. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a deeper insight into a reflection I've been having a lot. In recent times, I've been reflecting a lot around how do you truly, and I mean this, how do you truly achieve the things that you truly want to achieve in life? How do you actually do it? Because the fun fact here is most of us already know what we need to do in order to get to where we want to be, in order to have what we want to have, in order to do what we need to do. We already know everything that we need to do in order to be, to have and to do. It's a harsh truth, but it's the reality. We all know what we need to do. Deep down, if you are truly being honest with yourself, deep down, you know what you got to do. You know what it requires from you. The difference is you might not be willing to do it. You might not be willing to do what is required of you to get to where you want to be. And you might have an excuse. You might say it's not the perfect time. You might say that you have too much going on. Whatever it is that you tell yourself to make yourself feel better about not doing the thing that requires doing. The fact is, you know what needs to be done. We all do, including myself. I am no different, including myself. And so a question that I often tend to ask myself, and I, I like being challenging towards myself. I like questioning. I like having conversations with myself where I'm genuinely just being blunt. And one of the questions that I ask myself is, how bad do you want it? Truly, I mean this truly, how bad do you actually want it? How bad do you really want it? How bad do you want it? The thing that you keep talking about, that you keep thinking about, that you keep hoping, 
wishing, dreaming, visualizing, envisioning about. That deep in your heart is what you want, what you desire. That thing, whatever goal that is, whatever dream that is. My question for you, and this is the question that I ask myself, is how bad do you truly want it? Because if you wanted it as bad as you say you do, then there's two outcomes here. You'd either already have it or you'd already be doing everything in your power to have it. So which one is it? Because we all say we want something. We all work hard to an extent, but are we really giving it our all? Are we really giving it everything we've got? And if you sit down and you're truthful with yourself, the answer is often no. The answer is often no. There's always more that you can do. And if you're not maximizing your time and your energy to achieve that thing, then you're not increasing or maximizing your chances of actually achieving it. Now, I'm not saying dedicate your whole life towards work or your pursuit of whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and then just ignore family and everything else. That's not what I'm saying. Of course not. There has to be a harmony. Most people would say there has to be a balance, but I don't really believe in work-life balance. I believe in work-life harmony. But that's a conversation for a different day. My point being is, There has to be a harmony across everything in your life. So don't just focus on your goal so much that you forget about everything else that really matters. But in harmony with everything that you got going on, are you giving it your all towards your goal? And if the answer is truly yes, then chances are with consistency, hard work, patience and dedication, eventually you'll get what you want. Because it's only a matter of time. Success is inevitable when you're working incredibly hard, you're continuously learning and adjusting and applying, you're consistent, you persist, you don't give up, you're patient, you understand that things take time, and you give it your all for a long period of time, on a long enough time frame, on a long enough time scale. There is no way that you won't succeed. Success is inevitable. It's literally there for you to go and get it. You just have to go and get it. And a lot of you might be listening to this and thinking, well, Eric, it's easier said than done. And that's true. I'm not denying that. It is easier said than done. Because if it was easier done, then everyone would have done it. But not everyone has done it. Because... The things that are truly valuable and worth it in this world require time, attention, energy, nurturing, hard work, and consistency, followed by patience, dedication, commitment, and understanding. But those are the elements and ingredients of the recipe that you need to be aware of, that you need to be mindful of, that you need to be conscious of, and that you need to be intentional with. I've truly sat down with myself and reflected on the big goals that I have and I'm still reflecting, you know, 
the way I look at reflection, it's not like a one-time thing. It's not like, okay, I'll sit down for the next half an hour and reflect on something and then not think about it again. No, that's not how it works, at least not for me. I like to reflect on something more than once because I find that every time I reflect on it, I go a little bit deeper. And this is something that I've been reflecting on recently and I'm going to continuously reflect on still in the next few days, weeks, whatever. And I've been thinking about the elements that maximize the likelihood of achieving the goal. So the first thing that I said was the question, how bad do you truly want it? And it's harsh, but it's a question that you should ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Because if you want it as bad as you say you do, then you'd either already have it or be doing everything in your power to have it. And that's the question that you need to sit with to really understand where you are. Then there's elements that I've been contemplating that really increase your chances at success. The first thing that came to my mind was discipline. The discipline to do the things that you want to do, but also the discipline to do the things that you don't want to do. The discipline to do the things regardless of how you're feeling about them, you still go and do. That's the hardest part. The thing is, we all feel great doing things when we're motivated. Oh, I feel motivated today. I feel inspired today. I have the motivation. I'm going to go and do it. But motivation is so fleeting, it's so flickery, it's so temporary that if you just relied on motivation, you wouldn't get that far. You wouldn't get that far. There's no way you could get that far without something more. Because motivation is not a stable foundation. It's just a beautiful decoration. Let me say that again. Because... Motivation is not a stable foundation. It's just a beautiful decoration. So when we think about the foundation, what is it that we truly need? That's the question that I want to shed a bit of light on today. Discipline. You need discipline. Motivation means you do the things only when you feel like doing them. Discipline means you do the things regardless of how you feel. Regardless of how you feel, irrespective of how you feel, you still go and do them. But now the question becomes, how do I develop discipline? And there's multiple answers to that. The one that comes to my mind straight away is routine. And I feel like having a routine that is personalized to you and that works for you is something that builds momentum. We all want momentum. We all love momentum. But most of us don't know how to create momentum. And that's what I want to emphasize. When you build a routine, especially one that works for you, you start getting into the swing of things. You get into a flow. And when you're in flow, 
for a long enough period of time, you start becoming incredibly high performant, simply because you've given yourself all the pieces of the puzzle to be able to just run with it. I love having a routine. I love being consistent in this routine. I love sticking to my routine because routine for me is one of those things that I really feel good about. I feel good when I have a routine, I have a set of habits, and we're going to talk about habits in just a moment, and then I stick with it. And every single day I am taking everything that I said I wanted to take. And I'm taking those boxes that I wanted to take every day because I have a routine with habits that enable me to take the boxes. I'm not saying look at the day as a checklist, but what I'm saying is look at the day as an opportunity, as a chance, as a blessing for you to do the things that you want to do. And what gets you closer to those things is having habits in place. So let's, let's go back a bit. We have motivation, but then we have discipline. Discipline relies on a routine. A routine relies on habits. I want to talk about my routine and I'm not sure I've spoken about it on a podcast. Maybe I have, maybe there's an episode where I have, you know, it becomes really complicated when you um, make content on so many different platforms that I almost forget in which platform is it that I mentioned it or if I even mentioned it, but I think I have mentioned my morning routine before, but I'm going to like highlight it again. My morning routine is so sacred for me. I wake up at 5am, I do some stretches, I have my breakfast, and of course I wash my face and brush my teeth, you know, the obvious stuff. But <laughs> And then I leave at 6, I walk half an hour to the gym. Yep, I walk half an hour to the gym. I leave at 6am and I walk half an hour to the gym. You heard me right. I then work out at the gym for one hour, and then I walk half an hour back home. Then I get home, I take a cold shower, and then I have my second breakfast, and then I start my work day because I work from home. Now, when you first hear this, you're probably thinking, this feels like some sort of like hyper-performant, hyper-successful type of morning routine, but it isn't. And I actually want to break it down. I actually want to explain to you why I do every single one of these things because I don't want you to get the impression that your routine should be a certain way or a specific way. My routine is the way it is because it's personalized and I want to explain the personalization behind it because one thing that I feel is a big misconception in today's world is we feel like we need to have our routines exactly the same as these massive successful entrepreneurs, celebrities that have achieved incredible things in credit to them. But we feel like we have to have a routine that mimics what they're doing. We believe that we need to have a routine that almost enlightens parts of what they're doing. But the truth is you don't need a routine that is exactly the same as them because their routine is good for them. Their routine is personalized to them. What you need is not a routine that is based on someone else. You need a routine that is based on yourself. Let me say that one again. What you need 
isn't a routine that is based on someone else. What you need is a routine that is based on yourself. So let me break down my routine. Why do I wake up at 5am? Is it because all the successful people do it? Nope, that's not the reason. The reason why I wake up at 5am is because I want to be able to go gym first thing in the morning. Why do you want to go gym first thing in the morning, Eric? Because I find it that in the evenings, I don't really get the time after a long day, I'm tired after work, and then it takes time and it's busy around the evening time. And so my workouts take longer because I have to wait. And so to make things easier for myself, I just rather be able to go first thing in the morning because that way, at least I'm ensuring that I still go gym because I want to be able to go gym five times a week, Monday to Friday. I want to go gym. I want to go gym. So if that's what I want to do, I have to find a way to do it. Evenings is out of the question because of all the reasons I mentioned above and more. So then I need to make a sacrifice and go first thing in the morning. So I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to make sure I'm able to fit in a gym session before my workday starts. So that's why I wake up at 5 a.m. I don't wake up at 5 a.m. because massive entrepreneurs and celebrities do it. No, I simply do it because it's personalized to me. It's personalized to my needs. It's personalized to my wants. I want to go gym. I need to prioritize my health. And so fitting it in the morning works perfectly for me. So I need to wake up at 5 a.m. because it gives me time to do some stretches, wash my face, brush my teeth. It gives me time to have a light breakfast. And why is it that I leave at 6 a.m. and why is it that I walk half an hour to the gym? So my gym opens at 6.30 a.m. in the morning and it takes half an hour to walk from my home to the gym. So that's why I leave the house at 6 a.m., which is why I need to wake up at 5, so it gives me the time to do all those things that I need to do before leaving the house. And so why do I walk to the gym? I walk to the gym because for me personally, it helps that I can get some steps in, but also I don't currently have a car, so I have no choice but to walk it. And there's no point taking transports in the morning because the waiting times, is just not feasible. So instead I choose to walk half an hour to the gym, which is by the way, not a quick walk, but it's a walk that I'm willing to do at 6 a.m. when it's freezing cold and dark. I'm willing to do that because Again, I want to go gym. So I walk because I have no other choice. There's no public transports that are suitable or available at that time. And I don't currently have a car. So I have to walk it. Then I work out for an hour. And for me, working out is when I'm in the zone. I feel really good after a workout. I am really big on health. If you know me, you know I prioritize my health. I'm really big on it. And so for me, personally... I need to go to the gym regularly. And I want to go to the gym. It's not just I need, I want to. Because I feel good. I feel like I've prioritized my health and I feel like I'm caring about my body and my mind because both of them are connected. Then I walk half an hour back again because that's the only method I have. And then 
you have heard me say that I get home and I take a cold shower. Why do I take cold showers? Is it because all the successful people are doing it? No. I don't care if all the successful people are doing it or most of them are doing it. In fact, I don't even know if successful people do cold showers. Am I doing it because it's a social media trend or it's trending? No, no, it's none of that. The reason why I do cold showers is because cold showers are known for increasing the benefits of recovery on your muscles. So if I'm working out five times a week, which is quite a lot of times in a week, that's a lot of training. That's a lot of heavy load on my muscles. So I need to equally increase my recovery. And I'm trying to do little things that help. And so when I take a cold shower, it helps because it increases blood circulation. It also has a boost in your immunity system. There's all these physical benefits that speed up recovery so that I can train as intensely and as frequently as I want and desire to. So that's why I do it. And of course, then you can look at cold showers and say there's other benefits like mindset, um, making you more resilient, reduces stress. Of course, there's a whole multitude of benefits, but the episode is not about that. The episode is about why do I do it? I do it because it helps with recovery. Not because it's a trend, not because other people are doing it. No, it's just because it's recovery. And then I have my breakfast and then I start with my day. So as you have noticed, my morning routine is personalized to me. It's based on what I need and what I want. Not what others need and what others want. It's based on me, on what I want, what I need, what I care about. And then I feel so pumped and so energized. By the time I sit down to have work, I feel amazing. Why? Because my morning routine just kicked me off in the right way. So I just wanted to, I deviated a little bit, but I wanted to just give you a bit of context as to why my morning routine is the way it is so that you don't go away thinking that I'm just doing it because someone else is doing it. No, no, nothing to do with it. I do things because they're personalized to me and you should do the same. Do things because they're personalized to you, right? Now, where do I want to get with all of this? My morning routine is based on habits that are really propelling me towards things that I care about and things that I generally desire to focus on and the results of it is I feel so energized so focused I feel great for the rest of the day in fact I feel like my performance increases my focus increases for the rest of the day I'm more productive as a result of it and that's exactly one of the reasons as well why I do it because the feelings that I get the mood everything just feels greater after that And also you'll notice that I did a lot of hard things first thing in the morning. It's hard waking up at 5 a.m. It's hard to walk half an hour to the gym. It's hard to do a one hour gym session straight away in the morning. It's hard to walk half an hour back home after an intense gym session. It's hard to get into the cold shower. All of these things are hard. So I did five things and I do five things that are really hard first thing in the morning, every single morning, which makes the rest of the day slightly easier. Even if you have a hard day at work afterwards, it's probably easier just because of all of these hard things that I did, which built mindset and resilience first thing in the morning. 
they say that when you do hard things in the morning, the rest of your day tends to be slightly easier. And I feel that, truly. So where do I want to land with this? Focus on creating habits. And of course, I'm not just talking about the morning routine. I'm talking about habits across the day. I just focus on the morning routine because it was a good example. But your evening routine, your, your daytime routine, your morning routine, just your routine across the board every single day. There should be elements where you allow yourself to create a space and an energy that is propelling to you achieving your goals or getting closer to your goals or feeling more fulfilled or becoming high performant. Focus on habits, focus on routine, focus on discipline. Focus on consistency. I think where people go wrong is consistency. People are not consistent enough and people are not patient enough. Those are the things that I would actually point out as interesting things to look at, is most people can create habits, most people can get into a routine, most people can achieve a level of discipline, but then it's consistency and patience that tends to be the deviating factors that put you off track. Be consistent, be patient. And set time aside for the things that really matter. If you have a business, doesn't matter if you set half an hour, an hour, less, more, doesn't matter. But every day, set some time aside to focus and work on stuff that really matters to you. I'm incredibly busy. With the amount of things that I have going on, the fact that I still find time to do a podcast is just incredible. But why is that? Because this is important to me. I don't have the time, quote unquote, have the time, but I make the time. I set the time aside so I can be here with you guys and have a conversation and share with you what's on my mind. So stop saying you don't have the time. Instead, start saying you can make the time. If something is truly important enough for you, you will make solutions, you will make the time, you will make the energy for it. You won't make excuses, you won't find challenges and you won't create obstacles for it. Focus on what is in within your control and you'll find that your life will start going your way. Today's episode was one that I really wanted to share just a little bit of this reflection. As you can tell, it was a free-flowing episode, but hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully you got something from it. Hopefully you can go away and start thinking about what is it that you truly want and how bad do you truly want it? How motivated are you and how much discipline can you create? How can you build a good routine? How can you create good habits? How can you focus on the right things? How can you make time and energy for things that matter to you? All of these are little things. They're not complex. They're not big. They're small. They're little things that have a huge impact. The power of compounding is insane. The power of compounding is insane. So the same way that when it comes to investments, there is a compounding effect. When it comes to your daily efforts, there is a compounding effect. Go listen to one of my first episodes. And if you've been here since the very beginning, then big shout out to you. But for those of you who, who haven't, and even those of you who have, go listen or re-listen to one of the earliest episodes. You will notice that I wasn't as good as I am today at podcasting and interviewing and speaking. Right? I became better over time. 
Why? Because I was consistent, I was patient, and I kept working hard at the thing that matters. And even the podcast itself, it's gone so big compared to where it was when I first started. Things don't happen overnight. They happen over time. I hope you go away and sit for 15 minutes and just reflect on your life, on your goals, and make a plan. And go and implement that plan. Go and action that plan. Take action. Reflect. Plan. Action. Thank you so much. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, then please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next.